Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network on a Thursday. That means we kick off a new week in the NFL. We say hi. Hope you're having a nice week. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. I'll get to the Blues Brothers. Yes, they're both wearing denim blue today. The big guy, Dawson Sweetelson. And the Prince, Amal Shaw, just quickly here, it looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to give it a go in the Big Easy tonight. So New Orleans hosting Jacksonville, going to be fascinating. Remember, this number opened the Jags a point and a half over at DraftKings. Now, we've gone all the way through zero, obviously. We got the two and a half with the Saints laying it with the question marks about Trevor Lawrence. It's now sitting two in the market, but the reports right now looks like Trevor Lawrence, the Jags quarterback, is going to give it a go. So we'll keep you up updated there a low total no surprise might be where we're pointing to today on the 40 and a half if you want to do that and you want to get involved as far as the NFL tonight feel free we've got a packed show including you got two major league baseball playoff games one starting in about two hours so we'll get to that coming up in just a bit We've talked about the sports equinox here at VEASAN and that special we're running over at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. But I wrote down in my notes today just kind of an idea, just a menu of what's happening across sports if you want to get down. So, again, we mentioned the two Major League Baseball playoff games. You got Thursday Night Football with Week 7 kicking off. How about for Amal Shaw, 12 hockey games, so the <laughs> ice is busy. I should say Dustin Sweetelson because he watched a period uh, in the first game of the year and so that's more than he watched last year you've got six preseason games in the association big guy and the nba regular season kicks off coming up this tuesday remember you've got the uh, nba betting guide over at vcin.com slash subscribe you want to build your own model john von model is going to help you do it kicking off on tuesday you got the lakers and nuggets in the first and then the double dip 
finishes with the Suns and the Warriors. You also have week eight of college football, including a Sunbelt game tonight that I can't be more excited about. JMU, stand up, Dustin Sweetelson at Marshall. JMU is a legit football team. We'll get to them in just a little bit. This is for the Prince, Samal Shaw. Premier League is back. That international break. Get the hell out of here <laughs> on Saturday. A full slate in England. Cheerio. And also the MLS decision day coming up on Saturday for if you're into that type of thing. They've got the decision day coming up, which determines who's going to be in the postseason. So I know I've talked a lot here, boys, but that just gives you an idea on this October 19th where we sit as far as our menu. Let's get to, of course, the Blues Brothers and the Blue Brothers. That is Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw. We'll start with them all over there at the D-Bar Canada. How are we feeling today? Feeling fantastic. I'll tell you what, we're going to get into our dog specials. You guys are both beating the hell out of me. I'd like to throw in FIU, who got the win in overtime. My God, you talk about pulling a Sam Hartman last night on fourth and 18, rallying, kicking the field goal, and then winning in double overtime. So hopefully you'll give me credit for that, even though I didn't end up playing it. But I said, hey, that would probably be the way I'd go. Were were both Sam Houston State and FIU, are they religious schools? Because they were throwing balls up <laughs> with their, their eyes closed and praying someone caught them at the end. I was trying to figure out what the punchline was going to be. You're not, you're not no, wrong. I can't call it a Hail Mary. There's a pregnant pause waiting yeah. for the punchline. Yeah. I thought I almost dozed off. But we'll go <laughs> feel free, Dustin. Big yeah. guy, welcome to the show. <laughs> no, I can't call them Hail Marys because I don't think either quarterback was capable of throwing it more than like 18 yards in the air. <laughs> but in the overtime, yeah. though, FIU was fantastic on their two touchdowns. Or one was down to yeah. the two-yard line. The other one was a touchdown pass. Patrick, you mentioned Saturday uh, the Mer- Merseyside Derby uh, between uh, Liverpool and, of course, uh, Everton there should be a good one back with the Premier League also returning. And guys, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit mad right now myself. We talked about it. We broke it down. You said Scherzer will not go 14 outs in the game. He gets 12 outs, I believe. I don't even remember. Did he get pulled in the fourth inning or not? It was after four, it right? It got ugly, yeah. And it was yeah, he, never. He got through four. He got through four. Outs. Well, yep. I'll be honest with you. As soon as we got that four spot, I just started looking for a hedge number. I said, this thing is done and dusted. It's over. We'll see you in game four, two, one. Yep. Eight, five win for the Astros. Good call, boys on Javier um, he now here's the thing and, and yesterday was it was interesting because again these are the defending champs so you, you don't expect them to back down but they just got all over Scherzer Scherzer interestingly enough he retired the first top of the first with eight pitches and then the Astros jumped all over him in the second scored three Altuve a three game hitless streak he breaks out of that funk boys with the solo shot but Amal just mentioned it we, the, t- the show was on Houston plus money that's a cash we went over the nine that's a cash we went under Scherzer 13 and a half outs that's a cash so the champs kind of clawing their way back against the Rangers here on the road 2-1 series lead for the Rangers that was what four and two-thirds Javier holds the Rangers hit list it it's just we needed a game, right? And we needed we needed a series to get interesting. And all of a sudden, this is interesting, Amal. This is interesting, big guy. It's fantastic. And a couple of things I want to get back to you. you. Mentioned Altuve. He almost leads off the game with an absolute bomb to center field. I mean, he hits it to the deepest part of the park. Otherwise, he's starting out with a solo job. And you mentioned Christian Javier. Five and two-thirds innings, three hits, two earned runs, obviously. But, you know, that solo shot uh, by Jason Young. But other than that, guys, he was outstanding. And against a team that's as potent offensively as the Rangers are, you can live with a mistake like that when you 
already have a 5 nothing lead. I think Christian Javier deserves a ton of credit for how well he's pitched in this postseason and what he's been able to do for the Astros. Dustin, he looked great. Really got the Astros back to where they needed to be. Yeah, and we got something going now. And this is kind of what Houston's done all year. Lose at home, win on the road. Yeah. On the road again today, taking on Andrew Haney, a lefty. And this group, like this core of Houston Astros Haney hitters. stinks. They've made... These guys have made a lot of money off dominating lefties that can't overpower you. And Andrew Heaney's one of them. I think the fourth best in home runs this year against lefties, second best OPS this season against lefties. Altuve always wears Andrew Heaney out. I am very inclined to look to Houston again tonight. Guys, game four to me feels like the swing game in this series. Stroh's win, Patrick. I feel like they're going to probably win the series. Obviously, Rangers win. They go up three games to one. But it just mentally, right? Houston's been there, done that. We've seen it so many times. Dustin referenced that yesterday. I feel like it's a similar situation again. And you talked about it with Haney on the bump. He is not a guy I am confident in if you're a Texas no. Ranger backer. Quick hook. No, and, and it's like the Astros like to be the bad guys. Right. They go on, they yeah. lose the first two at home, but they just can't wait to get to Arlington so they can just do what the Astros do, which is spoil everybody's party for the last, I don't know, seven years. Uh, I agree with both of you. Haney's not going to overwhelm you. Uh, I do like, what is it, a dollar two right now uh, on the Astros, nine and a half on the total. L let's hold off on that one. A and why don't we start with the early game? Because I think this is fascinating. You got Suarez, who pitched great against the Braves in games one and four there as far as the lefty for Philly and Brandon fought. I look, I, I've been reading a lot about this and Amal, you and I have been killing this kid and he's just a rookie. His underlying numbers to the seam heads aren't as bad. I guess the more you dig into Brandon fought's numbers for the D backs today, but I, I can you two explain to me how you can back the kid, uh, especially Suarez was what three and a third scoreless against the Braves in game four, five innings pitched one run. So eight and two thirds against the Braves, one run and four hits for the lefty against a team in the Braves that mashes lefties. Now you're taking on a D backs team that over the second half of the year just did not hit lefties. They hit righties. Great, but not lefties. And here comes Suarez. Uh, I think the dollar twenty is even cheap here on the Phillies today. I would agree with you. And you know what? The Brandon Fott argument in terms of where the advanced numbers are in the analytics. Hey, you know what? West Virginia was winning that football game last week for 59 minutes and 58 seconds. You know what? They play 60. And Brandon Fott at the end of the day is not the guy I want on the bump. If you're the Arizona Diamondbacks, Patrick, I completely agree with you. Minus 120 for a team that's just absolutely on fire right now. I, you know, look, I know the Rangers had won seven in a row. But for me, Philadelphia just feels like a different beast currently compared to Texas. And the other thing is they're playing a weaker opponent. The Rangers are matched up, matched up against the Astros. Just experience. We talked about the postseason. Dustin referenced them winning on the road. You talked about spoiling the party. Remember when they played Washington in the World Series? All seven games were won by the road team. This should not come as a complete shock to us. Patrick's absolutely right, Dustin. When you look at it, minus 120 in a hitter-friendly ballpark with a team that's got 15 home runs in their last four games at Chase... I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I think Brandon fought as NFL in this game. I mean, what did we say about Houston yesterday? They wouldn't blink in the situation they were in. And now Philly, they're not blinking. They want to take care of business and move on and get ready for the World Series. Like the Arizona Diamondbacks are just a, a piece that is standing in the way of their path to what they thought they were getting a year ago. So when I look at this matchup for Brandon fought, this is a weird stat. He's actually worse at home. Like you would think a young guy coming home, more relaxed, being able to have his best stuff. 6-4-6 ERA at home, 5-0-4 on the road. Uh, on the other side for Suarez, he's better on the road. 
a 2.75 ERA this season away from Philly, 5.45 ERA at home, and Arizona does not hit lefties well. 21st OPS in all of baseball against lefties. That is a very short number of what looks like the absolute right side. The only question is, do we go run line? I, I when I think of, when I think of Phoenix, Arizona, I don't think of a crazy home field. I don't think of Chase and think home field. I think a hot, beautiful blonde ladies. Sorry, <laughs> always behind the dugout. I, I think that's always. Scottsdale very specifically. But I, yes, I don't even. Yeah, Scotts. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. I, I happen to be attracted to blonde women in 2023. <laughs> Am I allowed to be? I'm not sure. But that's what I think of when I think of Arizona. I don't think of Chase being crazy lit and the Phillies being overwhelmed. And by the way, Brandon Fott, what does he like to do? He likes to throw a lot of fastballs, big guy. In the Phillies, what do they like to do? Hit a lot of fast fastballs out of the park. And that is an issue. Six home runs their last two. Amal mentioned the numbers in the postseason. They've outscored the D-backs 15 to three. They beat them 10 to nothing in game two. I don't know what I'm missing. If you don't, if you put it this way, if you don't want to lay the price and you just think the Phillies offense is going to continue, you can go over the team total of four and a half. So like, for example, even if you went over the team total, you got there last night, even with the Rangers. Remember, yeah. the Rangers was four and a half. They ended up getting a five and they got blown out. They got beat eight to five. So I don't know if you guys have an opinion on that four and a half team total on the Phillies. I'd, I'd like it to go over, uh, get into a little bit of the breakdown, why I wouldn't play the run line in this game, but why Philly's the absolute play. Okay, we'll come back with the run line conversation and also Urquidy and Haney, as Dustin mentioned, Houston, Texas, that's late game. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. A ton to do as we kick off week seven, the NFL tonight in New Orleans. The Saints hosting the Jags. Looks like Trevor Lawrence, if you're curious, is going to give it a go. Tough kid. Uh, no surprise there. Injuries abound for both the Saints and the Jags. We'll get to those in just a bit. You got two Major League Baseball playoff games. We were just discussing the early one. That's coming up a little under two hours now. It's going to be first pitch. 5.07, your time on the East, 2.07, my time, West, along with Dustin Amal. I'm Patrick Maher. Phillies, Arizona. Phillies look to continue their dominance and just hit bombs. That's what they do. Right now, it's $1.20 on Suarez, the lefty. Brandon Fott coming back the other way over at DraftKings. Right around plus 110. And then your late game, Houston at Texas. We'll get to that here in just a second. I did want to... Uh, first off, congratulations to not only the Las Vegas Aces, Samal Shaw, a nice winner there with the Aces covering the number and winning the WNBA champ, but it's important and glad that good things happen to good people that need a little help in life because Tom Brady just won another championship, boys. He's part owner of the Aces, yeah, so the way, that makes it eight rings for good, the boy. Good thing for him. He got the deal done right around the 1st of October when the final started. Yeah, he just he, he bought in, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that's what I guess it rubbed off on my boo thing, Kelsey Plum, who is married to Darren Waller, and the rest of the aces. So nice little champ. She is going to be what's her? Uh, why is her name slipping my mind? She's going to be Hammond? the first woman. Yeah, Becky Hammond's going to coach in the NBA. Yeah, I, I, come she, on, she intimidates me. <laughs> what's that? Ha- it has to happen. Like. Look what she just did. I remember Tony Parker in his Hall of Fame speech. He said, I want to thank my sister, Becky Hammond, who's been instrumental. She coached him along the way when she was there in San Antonio. She's had great success. This team's mindset and mentality are completely different. They've been dominant the last two years. I know a lot of people may not follow the WNBA as closely, but they've done a great job. Yep, no doubt. No doubt. So congratulations. Vegas has another champion in town. I'm sure you guys will be excited about the parade, as you mentioned before the show started. Is it, is it possible? Can it, can you hear a tree if it falls in the woods? Can you have a parade if f one still building a track? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, we only have two hours and 43 minutes left. No, no, no. I don't want to hear you complain about it. I literally don't care don't. about your complaints, nor anybody else's, because it's just... Who people that complain about traffic aren't they mouth breathers? Like, what are you doing? Who cares? You just got to deal with it. I think the problem is when you got to go half a mile and it takes you five minutes normally and it takes you about an hour. But what I mean, what can we do? All I ever Fezzik constantly tweeting about the traffic. It's like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Move (laughs) like I live in L.A. I know what traffic is. He even texted me about it like off air after the show. Dude, You've got to be going crazy. Like, seriously, are you even a human being? Like traffic is you you literally can't control it. Like, just wake up with a different attitude. I, I don't know what to say. I don't complain about a couple things. Things I can't control. I can't control traffic. I don't complain about it. I don't complain about the weather. I can't control it. And another thing, I don't complain about gas prices. Three things I just refuse to complain about. The opportunity for Dustin to flex about being an evolved human being, apparently. In one aspect. uh, A question, though. Since Las Vegas is the new title town, since all we do is win championships, who brings home the championship first, the Raiders or the Athletics? (laughs) (laughs) That is... uh... As long as Josh McDaniels is there, my 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 vote would be for the Las Vegas Athletics. How about you, Amal? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders because in the NFL, 
teams can even overcome coaches like him. But when you can't overcome the cheapness that is the ownership group of the A's, you got no yeah. shot. Well, if, yeah, Josh McDaniels actually gives them a chance to win a championship because he's so ill prepared to be a head coach. They could end up with Drake May and the new head coach will then turn him into a stud. How about nine targets for Devontae Adams over the last two games? If you, I'm glad you brought that up because I, you guys saw the report earlier today that apparently Devonta Adams is pissed about his workload. He should be. If you're the Raiders, your only objective is to get one of the great wide receivers that's ever played the game. And I'm not even speaking uh, hyperbolic. He's so good. It's insane. I'm all, that's your offense. Like that and the running back is that's your offense. Like get him the ball, target him nonstop. I, I agree with you completely. It, it's like the old Bobby Knight line when the Blazers were going to draft Sambu and they go, he goes, draft Jordan. He goes, well, we need a center. He goes, I don't care. Play him at center. I don't care if he's double covered, <laughs> triple tick covered. Throw him the ball. I got to tell you guys, I have watched him more since he's been in Vegas than I did when he was in Green Bay. I thought a lot of his success was directly related to Aaron Rodgers. I was wrong on that. Rodgers, we know, is a great player, but so is Devontae Adams. They both are elite historical players, as you referenced earlier. Patrick, to me, when you're the quarterback of the Raiders, whether you're Jimmy G, Derek Carr, or anybody else, under center how you are not force feeding him the football is beyond me this guy yeah. i think you could th literally throw a p out there and this guy's going to figure out a way to catch it totally agree he's always open just get him the ball uh he's not happy with the workload and it's a team that won two games two straight games so well, uh, we shall see i think that's what's interesting is four weeks ago he has 13 catches on 20 targets they lose to pittsburgh the next week at at los angeles at the chargers Eight receptions on 13 targets. They limit his targets the last two weeks, and they won. That doesn't compute for me. Well, the Chargers game, they could have and should have won. They mishandled the ball late in the game down there at the goal line area. And then against the, the other opponents, who they play besides the New Patriots? England, Green Bay. Green Bay. The, look, I, Patrick's right. There are just certain players, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. I don't care what you've got to do. You've got to get them the ball. No, I, and I like yeah, him, by the way. I like him being outspoken and saying he's unhappy with things because I every time I've, I've watched him speak, he comes across as like a leader and a guy who's not going to BS it. I like him I a lot. I see Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Guys will be waving their hands. He's like, no, no, no. Justin, you're triple team. I'm throwing it. I will say I will say about Devontae Adams, he's got a little complaint about F1 traffic vibe to him because you right chose to go to Vegas, dude. Like, well, what were you doing? And that was your choice. Why do you Derek Carr? Because you liked him in college. You were boys when college. You chose to go there. I think someone should trade for Devontae Adams and save him. Yeah. And Vegas is at Chicago. It looks like it's going to be the battle of the backups, right? Because yeah. that number was three with Vegas Lane. It's down to two and a half. Uh, big time total here. 38 on the total. Uh, pretty <laughs> funny. So uh, we'll have more on that game. We're going to jog the board. Of course, tomorrow we run the board with our buddy Mike Samich. And speaking of Samich, we actually have his partner, Matt Brown, does a great job. Our coworker, he's going to be out at TPC Scottsdale. They're opening DraftKings, a book out at TPC Scottsdale. So Matt Brown coming up in about 25 minutes. The handle, of course, on the weekends. Josh Applebaum joining us here. Sharp Money. Joshua Perry, NBC Sports, Peacock College Football. Brennan White from behind the book and on the floor there, the trading floor. DraftKings will join us in his customary Thursday spot. So plenty to do. I did not cap the late baseball game. So boys, if you want to just go ahead and jump in with this one. Urquidy, we mentioned for Houston and Texas is going to throw the uh, the soft tossing lefty and Haney them all. 
Yeah, absolutely. Look, I like Arcady here. I know Haney's pitched well in this postseason so far. Just give in three and two thirds innings, he's given he's got a two point four six ERA at the point eighty two whip. Arcady with a lot more experience. I look towards him in this Houston offense. I think this team got it going. They're going to be able to hit against Andrew Haney, and I think if you're Texas, you're going to need to have a good game from your top two guys, which is uh, Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. If those guys can deliver, Aldis Garcia. By the way, Brantley made a tremendous catch last night. I think it was at the end of the fifth inning, might have been the sixth, where he dove in left center field makes a catch that saved a run uh, I, I just think right now the pitching matchup in this one favors Houston I give them a slight edge here okay big guy anything tonight nine and a half on the total you see the Astros a buck two Rangers a buck eight up to ten now at DraftKings I initially wanted to go with that over on the game but instead I'm going to go with the offense that I think uh, will get it done for me. And I'm going to go over four and a half runs for Houston. I think they wear out Haney. Whoever comes into the bullpen, there'll be a short leash. They're going to get to them too. They're better on the road. We saw it last night. The bats are heating up and it's a big mistake for Texas. If they want to pitch to Jordan Alvarez, I would walk him. If there's a base open every time guys, he had, I think 31 homers and 97 RBIs this year in 114 games played. This guy missed 48 games. Man. He would have been 45 and 135 probably if he plays the entire season. Uh, real quick, I just want to revisit the uh, Phillies game. And I mentioned before we went to break, why I wouldn't play the run line here? If you see the Rangers game right now, you see minus 108, minus a run and a half is plus 170. Them being at home, you're not getting that ninth at bat. So that's obviously a detriment. That's why you have a higher price. But the Phillies are minus 120, which is only 12 cents more. But they're only plus 125 in a hitter-friendly park where there's a probability you're, you're probably, if you win this baseball game, you're going to win by two runs or more. Philadelphia is 7-0 this postseason on the run line, but this number to me should be 140 to 145-ish if you're going to play the run line. I just don't think that it's high enough at this point to play it. That's why I would say not to, and I'm generally a big advocate of the run line. Okay. I'm Beautiful. laying it. Appreciate, one, appreciate the distinction. You're laying what now? You're going to lay 130 with Philly. I mean, I think it's a no-brainer. Laying 130 with Philly. I know I they're on the road. A cheaper price, no? I'm We're showing 120. One, Let me just see. I got 126. Okay. Uh, Circus, uh, you might want to bet it right there where you yeah. are because Circus showing eighteen. Mm. Am I wrong? Like, you might want to check the book. You it know is. what? Do me a favor. Just, eighteen. Is it? $1. Yeah, $1. my board's showing a buck eighteen. That I, you know what? That was a good example. You're closer to a dollar thirty, dollar eighteen. For new betters, we talk about constantly having multiple outs. That's a big difference throughout, even just a postseason. If you're laying what you know, fifteen cents more on a favorite, that's going to add up. I think that's important. We have plenty of time to do the NFL. Can we come back and talk about JMU and of course Marshall tonight? I'm looking forward to that game. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, I mentioned off the top of the show all the sports going down right now. The Sports Equinox Special. We're hooking you up here. VSIN, VSIN Pro Access until May 1st. Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, entire NFL season. March Madness, NFL draft, everything's covered through May 1st. So make sure you check it out. 120 bucks right now. It's a great deal. VSIN.com slash subscribe for our Sports Equinox special. As we got you back here, I'm Al Shaw, Dustin Swedelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Week 7 kicks off tonight in New Orleans. You got a couple of good college football games as well. I mentioned off the top, I don't know if you two, I know the big guy now has YouTube TV, which VSIN is prominently 
on, and we do a great job with numbers on YouTube TV. If you're watching on YouTube TV, we welcome you in. Uh, I love it. I could, they should have me do spots for YouTube TV because I could sell it. But one thing they're doing, I, they're making things way too efficient. So I don't know if, if you two have it. I know, Dustin, you do. Have you noticed when you turn on YouTube TV now, they're like, yo, the NBA's back. Just click this button and you get the season pass. It's all just a button away. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where you log in, they did it with the NHL too. I just clicked it. Clicked and it. I'll take the NHL package. Thank you very much. But if I had to go dig for it, this is why I'm a simpleton. If I had to go dig for it, I wouldn't have gotten it. But the fact that they just made it a click away, thank you, YouTube, YouTube TV, for making me spend more money. I appreciate you. Well, what's crazy about it too is the more you watch it, the more it knows what you want. So when I open it up on the main screen, it's immediately like VSIN, this game, this game, or a try box with all three games. It immediately knows what I'm looking for as soon as I log in. It's tremendous. It really is. Uh, and tonight, I will log into YouTube TV and I will fire up New Orleans hosting the Jags. No, thank you. James Madison Marshall, the fun belt. Yes, please. How about this? So, I, Dustin, you and I were discussing it this morning. I was last weekend, uh, I ended up finding myself betting full game, first half, second half, uh, James Madison and Georgia Southern, two very good football teams. JMU is six and oh, and they beat up on Clay Helton's Georgia Southern team, 41 to 13. I'm telling you, I'm watching this game. I'm like, James Madison is freaking legit. They beat Iowa. Now, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but James Madison is a very good football team. Now, remember, they can't play in the postseason because of their move from FCS to FBS this year. But again, they're sitting atop the Sun Belt and Marshall's two games behind JMU and the conference standings. And James Madison goes on the road, boys, three and a half on the road, laying it at Marshall. A little bit of a revenge spot for JMU as they lost at home last year, 26-12, to this Marshall team, but I mentioned they just got off embarrassing Georgia Southern and it's a very good team. I'm all, I don't know if you've had a chance to watch him, but Jordan McLeod, the quarterback is legit, the senior, and it's an offense that just keeps humming. I like JMU. I bought the hook. So I'm down the three and you got a total of 49 here. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's been outstanding so far. Uh, Black, the tailback, has done a very effective job. They're just balanced. This team can score the football, done a really good job. But defensively, only given up 21 points a game. And you mentioned because they jump from FCS to FBS, they can't, they're not going to be eligible uh, in terms of the postseason. Guys, I think that's preposterous. A team having this type of season, they're, they're very capable of going 12-0. and 0, And for them to be held out is just ridiculous at this point in time. Uh, what a season it's been so far. You mentioned the revenge from last year where Marshall got him. I, I have not seen JMU for more than a few minutes. Uh, I'm going to stay away from this game, but I am looking forward to watching both teams. Marshall, not as good at defensively as they've been in the last couple of years. Offensively, they've gotten a little bit better. That's the key for this team. Uh, Conley, the tight end, uh, questionable in this one. He's been decent for them as well. But this is a game that I'm just going to kind of take a wait-and-see approach on. A big guy, I'll say this, 49 on the total. Uh, Marshall's a passing-oriented team as well. And JMU is right near the bottom in all of college football as far as pass defense. They give up a ton through the air. I think Marshall's going to score. I think JMU's going to score. I just talked about Jordan McLeod and his touchdown-to-pick ratio is ridiculous. They throw the ball all over the field. They're just tremendous. I think it goes over the 49. But I also, again, turnovers are going to be the issue. JMU takes it away. 
And conversely, on offense, Marshall gives it away. I think that's going to be the difference. So I'll lay the three, three and a half. Well, again, I bought it down to three, but you can lay the three and a half and then 49 on the total here, JMU. Yeah, so this game's now at four at DraftKings and only 46% of the handle is on James Madison. 67% of the bets, 46% of the handle, but the line moved. That's just odd to me. Uh, I love the Dukes in this one. It's their, look, it's, it's only their first road game since uh, the 23rd of September, but they've played some really good teams. Uh, they won at Troy. They beat South Alabama, and Virginia may stink, but it's still an ACC opponent losing outright at home to a James Madison squad from the Sun Belt. Uh, James Madison, 24th in points per game this year, 18th in points per play. Here's a key, 90% in the red zone for this offense. That is freaking awesome. You mentioned Marshall. They are a lot better against the pass, and JMU doesn't love to throw the ball despite having a good quarterback in McLeod. Uh, 54.2% run offense they're going to run the ball more i think that plays into their favor uh, on the other side for marshall they just got crushed by georgia state i think jmu and georgia state are pretty comparable this defense for marshall's having issues with big plays and allowing guys to run up and down with them they've uh, allowed 124 points over their last three contests compare that to james madison james madison's allowed 126 over the course of six games this year i just think this defense is struggling a little bit without lance gidry their dc who left for miami I'm going to lay the points on the road. It feels super chalky, but I'm going to eat that chalk today and, and back the Dukes. No, it's not chalky. Jay, I'm telling you. And Clay Helton can draw up an, uh, draw up an offense. They couldn't do anything uh, against JMU last weekend, and JMU did whatever they want. You mentioned they run the ball a ton, but when they go to throw it with McLeod, they're super efficient. So I don't know. It's Kurt Signetti, the coach. I think he's a little bit older, but look what he's done at JMU. 14-2, and 7-1, and 12-2, and 8-3 last year in the Sun Belt, and 6-0 and start to this year. Google uh, him uh, real in, quick. Go, before you see his age, guess how old you think he is based on the picture, because I'm... I'm kind of shocked by the age that I just saw. No, no, no. And I, I, I he was super impressive in the postgame interview. Uh, I watched way too much of that game last <laughs> week. I, bet, I mentioned, you guys know, here's the thing. I always tell uh, sports kids that are getting into sports broadcasts, I like play fantasy, even though I don't, because it keeps you involved in like everything. Minutia, if you're into fantasy, baseball, even if you don't like the sport. But also, if you really want to get to know a team, Amal, you know this, bet full game, bet first half, and bet second half. You will be dialed in on that game and also get involved in live betting. You'll know more about two teams than you ever thought you had to know getting out of the game. After you'll never it forget it. You'll I, never forget it. Either. I love what Patrick <laughs> said there. The broadcaster will reference a play that happened in the second quarter, and they'll be mistaken on the down in the distance, and you'll yeah, recall it like it them. just happened the previous play. It, that's how dialed you in you are when you bet on a game. By the way, I looked at his photo. I'm going to say 57-58. I was going to say 52, but He's I know 62. the number. He's 62 years old. Would you bring in a head coach who's 62 to potentially lead your program coming from JMU, which was at the FCS, now at the FBS. And the reason I kind of preface it with that is the recruiting changes drastically when you get into a Power 5 league or even a, let's say, a Mountain West Conference uh, team as opposed to where they're at right now. 
Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe he's they they moved to FBS. Yeah. They've started well. Maybe they just give him a fat raise and he sticks around. Maybe it's a good spot for him. Yeah, uh, it's a good. You know, to your question about would you hire a sixty-two-year-old coach? I heard the boys, the junkies in Washington D.C. They talk about the Commanders all the time. They were talking about Ron Rivera, and they posed the question. I know Amal's answer. They said if Belichick became available, would you want? the commanders and Josh Harris to hire Bill Belichick and they put out a poll and the commanders fans were like, we don't want any of that. <laughs> My, how the tables have turned perception wise on a coach Amal, that you've talked about plenty since he's lost Tom Brady, you know, kind of maybe some of the luster of perception perceptively has worn off. And also isn't Belichick now 72. Yeah, he's 72. But beyond that, for me, Patrick, this goes back to his days in Cleveland. He made the postseason once in five years. They had some good talent on those teams at times. Wasn't the most talented team. But to suggest or imply that Brady wasn't the straw that stirred the drink at all times there, I think is, is underselling how great Brady was. And one other thing that gets overlooked with Belichick, remember when he was in New York and they won two Super Bowls as D.C.? He had the greatest defensive player in the history of the game. The guys that we're talking about that he coached, Tom Brady, number one, Lawrence Taylor, number two, in most people's books. Fair enough. Fair enough. By the way, when you look up Signetti, the coach at JMU, the first article that comes up written three days ago, <laughs> five potential power five <laughs> landing spots for JMU head coach Kurt Signetti. So he's already on his way out. Do you have the list of five by chance? Yeah, I'll give him Here's right one now. that jumps out to me is Michigan State. Just you bring him in, he restores no. order, and he walks away. No, I can't. Too big of a jump. I'll give him to you, Mama. West Virginia. Boston College, Syracuse, Iowa State, Northwestern. West Virginia makes sense. But Neil Brown might have said... Uh. Neil Brown! Neil Brown's all of a sudden is Paul Brown. They're only a three and a half point favorite this weekend against the Cowpokes. Although they did... You know what? Hadn't they won like rattled off five straight and then they yeah. lost the dramatic one in Houston? Yeah. How could I forget? <laughs> Northwestern? Maybe, although that kid's doing a good job there with Northwestern this year. Matt Brown, our co-worker, is going to join us next. TPC Scottsdale, new book opening up, DraftKings. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bet five bucks, 200 bucks instantly right now. DraftKings for new customers. Use the promo code SHARP, S H A R P, plus every day and no sweat, same game parlay. Of course, DraftKings, download the app. Again, 200 bucks instantly. DraftKings. The crown is yours. I, I want to take a second. We're going to welcome in our, our teammate here, our co-worker, uh, Matt Brown. Of course, the handle on the weekends, Matt Brown and Samich are making weekends worth it here at VEASAN. I give them a lot of credit. They're killing it with the new show. Also, Matt Brown's podcast, three times a week, All Angles, sports betting podcast. Make sure you check out All Angles. Um, but I want to give a special shout out to the boys um, Matt Brown's Twitter. You can go find this video right now at Matt Brown M two. Uh, they put together the field goal bet video and Matt, who's yoked out with the guns. Jeez, leave some for the rest of us there, Matt and Dakota who shot and produced the video, our very own Dakota. I want to give props to the videos. That's one of the best things we've done here at VEASAN. So it's the field goal bet with the crew. Make sure you go check it out. We've got a little clip playing right there. Matt Brown, of course, now he's live today from TPC Scottsdale, where DraftKings is opening a book. That's a great looking shot. Let's bring in Matt Brown. What's up, buddy? How are we feeling? Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. I mean, the the video evidence is out there now, so uh, it is. It, it didn't get done within the uh, amount of times that I was given for the money stuff. I do want to point out that I was able to successfully make a left-footed 21-yard field goal two different times in a row, but it was the fourth kick and the fifth kick. And unfortunately, we only uh, I was only allowed three times three times. So it's it was a good time, though. Dakota did great on it. And uh, it was fun. Everybody who sweat it for over two years. Sorry about that. But uh, we finally got it out of the way. No, it looks it's it's tremendous production. Great job by you, Matt. Obviously, we know you're an athletic monster, so you got the job done. But quickly, uh, let's discuss what's going on behind you. This is exciting news. TPC Scottsdale DraftKings with the new book. Yeah, it is absolutely phenomenal in here. I mean, this is a place you can come and just kind of hang out. It's that new breed of sports book. I think that we're starting to see get built across the country. And certainly even in Vegas, they're starting to kind of change those around a bit as well, where you come in and it's not just your typical, oh, you sit in stadium style, style seating. You you're going in here and you can hang out. And there's like I said, there's there's nearly 40 kiosks in here. So easy, easy up and down if you don't want to have to go to the counter and then multiple bars, outdoor area, all the stuff like that. It's right here on the golf course. I imagine this place is going to crush it whenever the, whenever the waste management is in town. They might make their money just in that weekend because it is right here on the golf course, and it's it's pretty great. That's a great spot over there. What's the television setup like for people over there? Yeah, they have a full walls. It, 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 you can see where these logos are behind me. Guys. Like, these are all video. Those are just straight huge video walls. So, I mean, like they're going to break those things down into however many screens and however many games that are on. But on the standalone games, they'll just be massive screens in here with all that. So every single game you'd want, every single angle that you'd want, everything's going. Uh, it, it really is kind of your modern day 
sports book, a place where you'd want to go and just kind of hang out with your buddies and you wouldn't feel like necessarily you're in a sports book, you know, but like it's a, it's going to sports bar, sports book type deal. Our very own Matt Brown hanging out at the new DraftKings Sportsbook TPC Scottsdale. That looks freaking sweet, man. Did you bet it's tonight? Great. Jacksonville looks like, I know it's not part of your official place, but looks like Trevor Lawrence is going to give it a go. Maybe you can see the book from where you're sitting there, Matt, where you're perched and take a look at the number. I'm showing DraftKings with two in the market, New Orleans laying it in 40 and a half. Does that add up to what you yeah, see there at the what, book? Yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're getting in. This game to me with the uncertainty at the quarterback position was just kind of unbettable from a side and total perspective for me because how hurt Trevor Lawrence is really and truly matters, right? I mean, he's kind of that underrated. I know we talk about the the sneaky athletic guys or something, but that's part of his game, right? I mean, like kind of escapability. You'll look and you see his box score and the dude runs for like 25 yards a game, runs for 25, 30 yards a game. He picks up first downs with his legs. And if you've got a sprained knee, I don't know, guys, I never went to one single second of medical school, but I'm going to guess that a sprained knee when you're trying to run for first downs against NFL linebackers and stuff is probably pretty tough. So I, I didn't want to go that direction. I played a couple props in it, though. I did think that if he's going to be less mobile, maybe he becomes kind of check down Charlie a little bit with all that. So I played at uh, ATN over on his receiving yards. And then on the other side of it, the Jags rush defense is so incredibly good. It, they kind of pass funnel defense for them, force you into throwing the ball and throwing the ball down the field. So kind of chalky, but went Olave over on his as well. I think Carr is going to be forced to put the ball in the air a little bit more because you're not going to be able to get anything done on the ground. And, and with that, I'll go to the number one guy. I know there's a lot of people looking at the at Michael Thomas and looking at Kamara and stuff like that from a reception standpoint, but I'll go ahead and go with the stud and think that he gets there. Like that call on that game. Want to go to some Sunday games. Going to leave the Lions game for Patrick. Uh, Pat's Bills. Uh, which way did you come out on this game? This is a New England team right now, Matt, that just absolutely in serious peril going forward, it seems like. Yeah, it seems to me like it is under until proven otherwise with this Pat's team. I don't know about you guys, but I, I did my power ratings this week, and it was very tough for me to not slot them second worst team in the NFL. I mean, there's so much about this team. If it wasn't for that defense that does at least have a pulse, they probably would have been second worst. I think they ended up 27th or something like that in my power ratings this week. Offense is absolutely non-existent. And so with that, I played the under in this one. The other thing that comes was part of the handicap too, is just the Josh Allen injury. I have to assume that he is going to be a little less effective. I have to assume maybe he doesn't want to run as much as well because of all of that that's going on. And so with no offense on the, the Pat side of things, the defense playing as well as it has kind of keeping them in games so far. And then on the Bills side, despite losing key guys at three different levels, right? I mean, the defense has been all right. And so I, I and they don't really have to be all right against the Pats, right? I mean, they can like be less than league average and, and hold this Pats team to no point. So look, looking at the under in that one. I just wanted to double down with you. I, I went Etienne as well over at DraftKings this morning. Rush receiving prop over 87 and a half. So I'm with you lockstep there with Etienne in the touches today. Matt Brown, live TPC Scottsdale DraftKings open it up. It looks like a freaking gorgeous book. My gosh, that's a great look behind Matt Brown's shoulder there. Now you've put together your power rankings. I'm curious where my Honolulu blue and silver lions were on that list, Matt. And again, they're in Baltimore this weekend, one o'clock window. You got three and a half. Mostly everybody's showing Baltimore lane three right now. Yeah. So yesterday flashed expensive three and a half, like two different times, fortunate enough to just be in front of a computer when it happened and, and ran in and, and got it. But that's the other thing about 
being able to bet outside of Nevada has its perks, right? I mean, like you're, you're in these <laughs> other states and like, you know, it's it's like you can actually just bet on the computer and you don't have to try to fire up your app and get all these other things <laughs> yes. going. So so like it was, you know, it popped up and was able to bet it instantly. It, it, for me, I look at this really the Lions defense has been so, so, so good. And I, that is what really shocked me about this team. And you really dig in and you look at the advanced stuff that takes out the garbage time stuff that factors in for opponent. And they have been a top 10 defense in the NFL. Will that continue throughout the course of the year? I don't know. I can't say for certain, but they're playing that way right now. And there's no key injuries that, that, that could really, I think, downgrade that at all from that side of the ball. And so I, I like the way that they're playing defense. And if you're going to give me on the other side of three, against a, a Baltimore team that really has not been able to capitalize on anything inside of the red zone. They look lost once they get down there between the twenties, they're great. And then they get inside the red zone and can't figure anything out. And so uh, give me, give me on the other side of a field goal against a team that is never going to be out of it with how good that offense is, right? Like they can always sneak in that back door. Yeah. If you've got the three and a half. Like that call there with that three and a half. I think Patrick in this game, when you look at it, you got the, I don't know what we have them power rated number two in the NFL. Yeah. Number two, right behind uh, San Francisco. I Absolutely. mean, you're getting this team. This is a great spot for them. Now I want to go to a teaser you have that involves the lions and the other side, you have Seattle here kind of explain your thinking on this one. I believe you came down with Seattle on this number. Yeah, this is, is this like the teaser leg of the century of the week, of the, the lock of the century of the week of the year, like, you know, with the, with the Seattle teaser leg. I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, right? It's the, the Cardinals are coming around to being who we thought they were heading into the season. It was a fine story at the beginning and they were hanging around in games and being feisty and spunky in the first halves and all of that. And that was great. They're still losing games outside of that, that Dallas game in which Dallas just complete no showed. They're still losing all of these games. And you look at Seattle, kind of another one of these surprise defenses in the NFL for me, I thought they would be better this year than last year, but I didn't think they would be as good as they have been. And the Cardinals really just can't get anything going on the offensive side of the ball. And look, we've gotten to the point now where again, it's, it's their best interest to lose games. It's in their best interest to try and get high draft picks and, and rebuild that franchise from the ground up. And so I, I look at this one, if, if Seattle can't win this thing by two points, then I think Seattle's got a whole heap of, of trouble behind them as well. So uh, I think this is a great, great, great teaser leg. Not a ton of dance partners for it this week, though. So you kind of got to get creative, which is why, you know, it's a non-traditional. I took the three to nine as opposed to, you know, the, the two or two and a half up to the, the eight or eight and a half. But it was just something that I wanted to get in the account. Yeah, certainly light week with six teams on a bye. Let's keep that solo. So let's go to the solo shot of Matt on the way out here, because that is a beautiful look. TPC Scottsdale, brand new DraftKings sportsbook. Matt Brown, our teammate at the opening. My gosh, that looks like a lot of fun. Also, do us a favor. Go check out that video. Great job, Matt Brown, the rest <laughs> of the crew, and Dakota putting it together. At Matt Brown M2 on Twitter. All angles is the podcast and the handle on Saturdays and Sunday. Enjoy yourself and travel safely, Matt. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck this weekend, guys. Thanks. You okay, too. you too, buddy. It's a great look. They're at DraftKings Sportsbook. TPC Scottsdale. Great job by our very own Matt Brown. From one teammate to another, Josh Applebaum next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.